Welcome to On the Road to Chautauqua, the Interlake Trail, Leader Projects Manitoba's podcast, where you'll get to know the team of artists and friends that are making this celebration of community and art from this land a reality. Theater Projects Chautauqua, the Interlake Trail, explores the highways and hidden pathways that connect urban and rural citizens. It's our tour of Manitoba's Interlake, where we connect and work with rural citizens to celebrate our collective creative spirit. My name is Tanner Manson, and I'm your host. Come on the road with me. On the road with me this week is Claire Therese Friesen, a multidisciplinary artist, a singer-songwriter, a theater maker, uh, and just real, real cool, real cool friend. Uh, she, uh, we talk about her arts practice, her collaborative arts pro- uh, practice throughout the, these COVID times, uh, and we just catch up and talk about talk about her work. So enjoy. This interview was safely recorded earlier in 2021, when the landscape of the world was a little different. Theater Projects is excitedly working out all the fabulous ways we'll be sharing the work of our Chautauqua the Interlake Trail team. So be sure to check out our website, theaterprojectsmanitoba.ca, and follow us on our social media, at TPM Winnipeg on most platforms, for how you can tune into and check out the fabulous work and collaborations that have been happening in a corner of the world this past year. So just remember, when you're listening, uh, the scope of our projects and how we were presenting them were a little different. So please, please enjoy them. <laughs> so, Claire, for yeah. people that don't know, what what do you do? <laughs> Who are you? What do you do? Okay, you froze there momentarily, so I didn't hear the question. Ah! <laughs> uh, what the people want to know, what do you do? Who are you? <laughs> Whoa, that's such a big question. Like, who am I today or who am I? Fearly. <laughs> to my friends, to my family. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, um, in the context of this conversation, mm-hmm. um, I am an artist um, living on Treaty One territory. Um And a huge part of my art is linked to my focus on community and my work in community and um, uh, really trying to link those two things together, seeing art and community and the health of community being very, very intertwined. So I would say that kind of my work and my art and my politics um, are all things that I engage with daily. You're a pretty multidisciplined artist as many of the greats are. (laughs) What what are you feeling like lately in these in these times? What's been like the things you've been drawn to in your your art making? Well I guess like kind of traditionally the um, I work mostly in theater and in music and yeah I mean for all of us the pandemic has really shifted how we work together So when I think about kind of being multidisciplinary in in nature, uh, the pandemic has actually like really, hmm, what's the word, like expanded Mm -hmm. how I think about that. So um, usually when we think about kind of multidisciplinary, it also means like, uh, it means like all the different things that we can do. We're dancers and singers and actors and... um, Uh, But I feel like multidisciplinary is like feeling very different for me right now in that I'm thinking a lot about space. 
So we have this time when we've really halted how we share um, or we've had to kind of transform how we share our art. Mm-hmm. Um, so during the pandemic, I've been really curious about making art that is public. So for example, uh, a friend and I made 150 magnets during the pandemic mm-hmm. and would go out for walks and just put them in random spots. Like just like, were they like little clay, like clay things or was it? I I bought these, um, they're actually like business card magnets. So they're oh, the exact size yeah, yeah. of a business card. <laughs> you just like peel the back. And so it was everything from like little doodles that we were making to photographs, to things I was thinking about to-do lists, and we would just put these random magnets up around the city in this hope of someone passing by and seeing it and Mm -hmm. being able to take it and maybe thinking it's delightful. So yeah, I've just been thinking about like, how do I continue to make art when we're told to kind of isolate and stay apart from each other? Um, how do I make art that's still really accessible? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really fun because I'm not, I don't identify as a visual artist, mm-hmm. but I think it's actually given me this opportunity to like try drawing, mm-hmm. um, try painting, like kind of uh, look at visual art um, in a way that I, I I think I was like a little bit felt intimidated by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now so, it's like, well, what else? I mean, I can't, I can't, I don't have band practice. I don't have mm-hmm. rehearsals. Like, what am I going to do by myself? So, <laughs> and and maybe that like in a little way links to my, my love of craft. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I do think about like, what, so what's the difference between art and what's the difference mm-hmm. between craft and is there a difference? And, you know, for, for me as someone who really likes using craft Um, as a tool for storytelling, I feel like craft lends itself to being done over and over. Mm. If if that Mm. makes sense, like, yeah, people hone their skills as quilters, for example, Mm. and there's lots of very like monotonous, repetitive work that goes into a quilt. Yeah, uh, the rug braiding that I did with communities before quite monotonous work to braid all this like fabric Mm -hmm. together and then sew it um, and very repetitive. And so there's something quite meditative about kind of choosing these random public art projects and then doing them over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, It, it is, it's kind of like a nice companion. I like that. I like that. This is gonna be a rough segue <laughs> into you. You're one of the the Chautauqua artists this year that were. Uh, it's gonna to connect to community because we talked. About, this is that's a segue that's gonna happen. Uh, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're one of the artists on the team that was that was around during the the first iteration of the Chautauqua. So do you want to talk about maybe like the community you've discovered, just being a part of this like kind of, like being a part of this longer term community, I guess, of like just meeting people in this project. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think back to that experience that I had on the original Chautauqua tour uh, just over two years ago, um, which is totally a highlight of my artistic career. Uh, 
Because it really did uh, hold community at the center of everything. So we were a group of artists that were kind of like imported into these <laughs> small communities yeah. and like welcomed with open arms and welcomed with excitement and like getting to meet people who were really hungry for an artistic outlet. And I mean, that kind of relationship is so beautiful for me because uh, you know, I, I believe that, you know, community is really about relationships and definitely relationships can take a long time to nurture and there can be a long period where we're building trust and getting to know one another. And so it was like pretty cool to kind of just get dropped into these communities where obviously um, like Ardeth and Andrea had had spent a lot of time building relationships so yeah it was a really really great project mm -hmm. in that we were there to uh, kind of to nurture and identify artists within the community and then to kind of support their expression so mm -hmm. yeah that original Chautauqua tour like one of the most I, I don't know the thing that I always looked forward to were the salons that we would have kind of at the end of the week or just before the end of the week, these kind of like variety shows yeah. that included artists from the city, artists from whatever community we were in. And what a wonderful way to celebrate. Mm. And so it, it was not just about whether or not you got up on the stage. It was about being there. It was about supporting each mm -hmm. other. The atmosphere. Of, uh, it was the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it felt very, it felt, in, in many ways, like, I imagine this is how small communities would have gathered before. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, things like television and technology can, you know, has, has some sometimes, of course, not always, but sometimes replaces that kind of live mm -hmm. um, collective experience. Yeah. So it just felt really neat to get to participate, like, um yeah both uh, both as as a guest artist but also as like a collaborating artist mm -hmm. so a lot of the people that i met on that first tour are people that i'm continuing to work with for this expression of the tour 2 years later yeah and that is just a really beautiful you know circle for me where first we were there to kind of support the community and now I'm asking for their support in my project. So can you can you be a collaborator for my project? And it's just been really beautiful to get to work with so many people that I met on that first tour. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's like uh, it it feels so meaningful because oftentimes as well, we kind of, we might go in and do something and then never have a connection with that community again. Mm -hmm. And so there, there is no relate, you know, that relationship doesn't get to kind of blossom and continue. So right. it's really great to have this opportunity. Um, yeah. Just to be connecting with people again and to keep, uh, keep communication open and keep collaboration open. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you want to, I feel like that you could talk about, kind of how your project has shifted now or like how where your project is at uh in this Chautauqua just how as you're talking to these uh community members you've been working with for 
like building relationship and then like working with uh, more recently. You want to talk about what, you, what you're up to? Yeah, I'll <laughs> talk about what I'm up to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I will, uh, I'll, I'll be honest that there was like this moment for when, when we had our work week as artists and people were kind of going around talking about the project they were working on. Um, and there was this moment where I thought, oh dear, I've interpreted what research means in a really different way than other oh, people. Interesting. Because there was, you know, the, yeah, we, we talked about it, uh, the, the themes very much coming from the interlake and um, being tied to water, mm -hmm. you know, the original tour being called This Land Floods. Um, and so, yeah, there was, uh, lots of other artists talked about like history and geography. And so I feel like my research looked a little different, um, in that I went back to people, um, people that I'd met, um, and used them as the basis of my, of my research, um, as opposed to kind of the geography of it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, a, a really beautiful and emerging theme that has come from working with all of these people who live in the interlake is um, their connection to, to the land that they, mm -hmm. to the land they live on and um, how, you know, how nature um, really impacts them. Mm -hmm. So, um, Ironically, I had proposed prior to the pandemic that my piece was going to research isolation and its effect on the body, uh, which then we got a whole... <laughs> you got some ago. real lived experience <laughs> in your research. It was like, oh no, did I ask for this? <laughs> oh, so last year, my, my New Year's resolution in 2020 uh, was... I want to be like better at like being more of a homebody. Like I want to say, be more comfortable. It's just staying at home. I was like, oh no, I resoluted too hard. <laughs> oh, I know. With the the irony of the whole thing is pretty pretty wild. Where I was like, yeah. I don't want to research this anymore. <laughs> it's too far. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it 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 has been really interesting to research isolation yeah. during isolation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it's been really, um, you know, when when I first started talking to collaborators in the interlake, it, I kind of like got this project started at the beginning of the pandemic, but I didn't want to focus on the pandemic, and so talking about isolation and asking people to kind of think about isolation and reflect on isolation. Isolation was not about the pandemic, it was so much broader. So people were talking about, um, you know, isolation um, because of mental health and isolation because of bullying and isolation because of depression and isolation because of um, loss of a partner. And it was, uh, there was, everyone, everyone had experienced isolation, but on a spectrum. And with, with all of these kind of different uh, um, examples that I hadn't considered before. So the work that I've done is to try and really represent 
all of those different expressions of isolation within, within the piece that I'm creating. So my research is very much from collecting stories from people about isolation. Now, what's been really beautiful in this whole process is that in collaborating with people from the interlake, I realized that our communication and our collaboration was actually feeling like medicine for me mm -hmm. during a period of isolation. Mm -hmm. So I started thinking about um, the fact that I also wanted to start researching the antidote for isolation, mm. which is community. I do mm -hmm. believe it is community. So I'm really excited because I feel like this piece is very inspired by some, some kind of heavier, um, heavier themes. And mm. I, want, I want very much to hold people's stories and experiences within that. But I love to create something that feels like medicine, that mm -hmm. feels like joy, that feels like delight kind of as like an offering back to my collaborators, mm -hmm. which feels really like beautiful to get to yeah. work on. I feel very honored and privileged to get to work mm -hmm. on something like that. For sure. Would you, would you say that your relationship with isolation has changed in not only like in this, this times like globally, but like working on this specific uh, project of yours? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like one of, I feel like I can like say names because this person's going to become a famous writer. Uh, but Yes. Oh my God. Um, get, them, get them in early. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working with, yeah, corresponding with a woman named Jude um, from up near kind of the Moose, Moosehorn um, Asheron area. She's a poet and um one of the first things she wrote to me in a letter was was very kind of offering me just a little bit of she she kind of looked at the difference between isolation and solitude mm -hmm. and it was a really kind of impactful thing for me to think about because yeah i very much like you continually make this like resolution to myself that I'm going to spend more time with myself, that I'm going to spend more time quietly with myself. And I am definitely someone who avoids that to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. uh, I will find any amount of distraction so that I don't have to sit with myself, which is not always the way I've been. Mm -hmm. So there is something about I it it just was yeah, it was kind of this spark that really made me think, yeah, what do I think of solitude and isolation as the same thing? Is that mm. what I'm caught up with? And right. so during, yeah, during the pandemic, um, I have been, ex you know, extremely, extremely lucky in that I have access to the bush, my, my sister has a small mm. train car out uh, in the Pemina Valley. Mm. And we committed to kind of potting together and being each other's uh, partner through this. And I just, uh, my, my relationship with solitude has deepened and my relationship mm. with nature has deepened and my need to be out in nature in a quiet way 
in a very intentional and present way has changed. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think I am the same person I was a year ago. And I don't, I don't know if I'll be ready to fully um, kind of re-engage after this period of kind of quote unquote social isolation has been lifted. Um, So yeah, in a very short amount of time, a year is Mm -hmm. not a long amount of time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially at the age I'm at, but yeah, like uh, huge discoveries Mm -hmm. and, and also, uh, you know, working, uh, working at a community health clinic through this, you know, really recognizing isolations effect on community and thus our health. Mm -hmm. So it's really apparent to see so yeah, it's it has it has been like a really interesting interesting time, mm-hmm. and, and I I don't regret choosing isolation as my my research topic because yeah. I'm so grateful to have had something kind of like a through line mm-hmm. through this period. I've been working on my piece since the start of the pandemic, and it has been this through line. So I get to consider it in a like from, yeah, from an artistic perspective. Mm -hmm. You're talking about nature and solitude. And I wonder, uh, is there, is there a moment, whether in the past year or just like in your whole, whole life, if there's a moment of, in like you being solitude in nature and like, just have like, what what was like, is there a moment like, oh, this is, this is good. I understand being like, being alone in the world and connecting to nature. This is important. Do you have like, it's some sort of like, ooh, cool story. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, again, around the same time. Um, so I've, I've, I've been spending a lot of time out at my sister's train car and she, this was prior to the pandemic. She was, uh, traveling and I realized that I had never done a night out there by myself. Mm. And I was talking to a friend of mine who is like, uh, comes from, you know, uh, from rural Manitoba, very, very much connected to the bush. And he said, like, what, what exactly is it that kind of freaks you out about it? Like, can you say it out loud? And I said, I don't know. I, I guess I'm like kind of scared of like someone just showing up in the middle of the woods. And, and he laughed and he's like, oh no, you should be afraid of bears. which I was like that okay and Mm -hmm. and the second he kind of shifted where it was like without telling me I was being ridiculous yeah was kind of like you're you you are definitely afraid of the wrong thing Mm -hmm. so I had kind of like set out with this intention to like really be out there by myself there's no cell reception there's no Mm -hmm. telephone no no internet and when I when I got out there, I, I pulled into, she has quite a long driveway and I pulled into the long driveway and opened the car door. And right there was a deer that had died, uh, right, you know, right on the side of her driveway. Mm -hmm. And it, it did kind of, um, like surprise me and, and also kind of freak me out, Mm -hmm. uh, as a city girl, I'm not often, yeah, I haven't experienced 
yeah, uh, haven't experienced that as much as someone who mm-hmm. is a little bit more tied tied to the bush. Um, and I, I kind of uh, w- was looking and I couldn't see, I thought, has, has it been shot? Has, mm. And there was no blood. And um, so I got a fire going in the wood stove and I kind of like marched down, took, took a long walk and went to the nearest neighbor's house and, and asked about it. And, um, and they just explained that, yeah, sometimes, you know, if the mom can't take care of the baby then it it's kind of it might starve and Mm. and be left and um I just didn't know what to do with myself um and so I put on like ski pants and my big coat and I just went and sat with the deer and kind of slowly as I as I stopped being so kind of freaked out by the whole thing like of put my hands on it Mm -hmm. and just kind of like crumpled near it and just stayed with it until it was like the dead of night and it had was completely dark and I just realized I was not frightened at all um and having experiences like like that and then of you know, of course, just spending time in nature more and more. I think it's like, it's been really transformative and how I see myself in relation to the world and also how I consider death. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just something about watching that deer um, through an entire year decompose into the ground mm. um, until all that was left were were the bones and um it was just a yeah it's it's I've intentionally kind of I've intentionally been engaging with nature in that way um as a way to make sense of the world and I think again as someone who is like typically identified as being very like urban um more and more I'm coming to realize that what I need to learn is in nature and yeah again that's something that's really connected me with other people on this project is that's how they feel as well when they need to make sense of the world and when they need to feel connected they go outside Mm -hmm. and they go outside into the interlake Mm -hmm. nice tie in there good job yeah (laughs) yes there we go talk with tour 2021 (laughs) yay great well I think that's is there anything else you want to chat about? I think we have some A plus material, Claire. You're natural. Oh, I was gonna say it's so easy to talk to you, Tanner. We we uh, could just have a podcast. Oh my gosh. We'd have to work on a really fun name, but um, I'm sh- with our creative genius. I think we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> We'd come up with too many names, and it would uh, it change every you know, week. We would yell. Yeah, the branding could- would be hard. <laughs> Branding would be hard, but, you yeah. know, people would catch on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to stop recording. Okay. Theatre Projects Manitoba can't wait to share with you all the lovely work from our team as part of Chautauqua, the Interlake Trail. Check out our website, theatreprojectsmanitoba.ca, the full list of projects you can safely tune into. Be sure to follow us on social media at TPM Winnipeg on most platforms for the most up-to-date ways to stay connected with us. 
We'd also like to thank our host communities, Airsale, Arburg, Riverton, and Selkirk for collaborating with us to make Chautauqua the Interlake Trail a lovely and safe reality. See you soon, and thank you for listening. <laughs>